0: Well, hey friends, happy Thursday and happy Thanksgiving to everybody here in the United States. Today is uh, Thanksgiving holiday and uh, hey, in a moment, I want to share with you really one of the simplest and most profound revelations I have ever received. Actually, one that really set me free, especially financially in terms of my faith. So, uh, I'm going to be talking about in a moment about Thanksgiving and how faith and Thanksgiving works. So, more on that in a moment. Uh, <laughs> some quick updates. I haven't made a video for a few days, so I'm back in the United States, as you can see. had a quieter week, which is nice with Thanksgiving. Uh, I get to work from home for a couple of days here. So, um, I am a newly minted American. My wife and I became American citizens. Gosh. Uh... I think about a year ago now, and uh it is great to be here in America for this Thanksgiving holiday. Uh let me tell you about some upcoming events as well. Um this coming weekend I'm gonna be speaking in Sturbridge Worship Center about the profile of a mature believer. I might actually want to describe um how do we walk in maturity with God what does maturity actually look like in our Christian life and uh message I've never really taught about this before but I'm going to be teaching out of the book of James and really talking about how we live in a high place with God he gives us feet like hinds feet and causes us to walk the high places of the earth so really going to be a fun message there uh, Sunday afternoon I'm going to be doing a healing service in uh, New England Fellowship. so that starts at 4 p.m. we'll be doing some worship there teaching on uh, healing and moving in the gifts with knowledge gifts of healings there in uh, NEF church so if you know anybody who's sick with uh, cold or COVID or cancer bring them along and uh, looking to uh, have a great time of healing then let me mention something I've got coming up next week as well. So next, not this coming Saturday, but the first Saturday of December. I believe that's Saturday, December the 3rd. I will be doing a conference with a team in New England Fellowship. So that's in Norwalk, Connecticut. We're doing a conference entitled Emotionally Healthy. How to Work in Emotional Health. And really, what the Bible says about that, about our soul, on how we steward our soul, how we can get over depression, and um, just the different things that can weigh our soul down. What God wants from our soul, and how do we walk out a soulish life well? So, a really important conference. That's an all-day conference, one morning and afternoon. Kicks off at ten a.m. in uh, Flax Hill Road, Norwalk, and you are invited. No cost for that, and we're going to be. Uh, sending people away with uh several hours of teaching in mp3 format as well for those who come in person so good Uh, lastly hey i'm gonna have an offer out tomorrow on my website as well Um, you know many years ago i used to do a conference once a month and i'd do kind of three hour teaching and record those i used to do cd sets back in the day so i have about 60 hours i have about 20 different cd sets Including my one on how to find the right person to marry all these kind of things. So I'm gonna have that as a download tomorrow um, I Used to sell these CD sets for about twenty dollars each and I'm gonna sell 20 of them for twenty dollars So about 60 hours of really amazing teaching as a download tomorrow So check out for a link of black Friday link on my website for that boom Hey, let me read a scripture here and um Actually, let me start here. You know, years ago I began a journey of faith and it is, um, it always surprises me. I was actually with a team in Ireland last week. It actually amazes me how few people actually really get faith. Sometimes I'll ask people, tell me what faith is. And, you know, I get all these fuzzy, vague and kind of connected answers. And I understand because I was like that myself. I remember the first few years of my Christian life. I kind of pray and wonder why occasionally something might happen but most of the time something didn't and I'd see other God answer other people's prayers and it was always a mystery to me how to get God to answer your prayers, how to receive healing, how to um, receive really anything from God. And um, I began learning some of those principles of faith around about 1987, 1988. My whole life was changed. I began living a life of faith and... um, Uh, You know, in the area of healing, it wasn't so much about receiving healing for myself as in ministering healing to others, but also how to live by faith financially. I began a journey, I'm still on today, of trusting God to literally put bread in my table and gas, petrol, in my car, all these kind of things. And yet, if I'm honest, especially at that kind of financial realm, faith was always a battle, was always a struggle. And it would always seem that I was caught in this, it's like a movie I went through. Every day seemed like Groundhog Day where Graham would get a need, a bill would come through my door. You know, I'd have a need, pay rent, put gas in car, whatever. And then I'd start a journey of faith. I'd, I'd come to the Lord and ask him to meet my need and believe that by faith my need was met. And it's like I'd start this journey of faith. Jerry Savelle once preached a sermon called from Amen to There It Is. In a way, he's talking about Amen, the end of your prayer, to the moment, I don't like the word, but what some people would call the manifestation of your prayer, the the accomplishment of it, the, the voila, the thing arrives. And, you know, most of you can relate to that at some level. You're going to go through that period, if you will, called the trial of your faith. My problem wasn't so much that faith didn't work. My problem was this. I would pray and I would be standing on the word and believing. I'm believing by faith. My needs are met. I can't see it, but I'm believing and believing and believing and believing. And God would come through. It's like I'd take the pressure off my faith for about five minutes, a couple of days. And then the next need would hit. And it's like I'd wake up and, you know, in the Groundhog movie, it wakes up at 6 a.m. every morning with that song, um... They say I love, can't pay the rent, whatever. And my point is, it felt like I was always going around in this cycle. And if I'm honest, it felt that most of my life was lived out in a trial of faith place where where if you would have just come and met me at five average times during a week, I would have been living in between, amen, and there it is. And I would have been holding on to God. And it, it became kind of tiring and it became fatiguing, It became draining in a way. And uh, once in the, uh, probably the early 1990s, somebody, a brother who's no longer here on the earth, really gave me a key that absolutely changed my life. A guy called Harry Greenwood, wonderful man of God. And it really set me free. And here's what this guy basically said to me. He said, Graham, do you believe you're dead? Well, you know, telling me the scriptures, Colossians 3 verse 3, you were dead. Your life's hidden with Christ in God. Romans 6 verse 7, reckon yourself dead. And I was like, yes, I'm, you know, my old man is dead. And he said, well, you know, he quoted me the scripture, he that is dead is free from sin. He quoted me another, he asked me a question though, is he that is dead free from need? Hmm. And I kind of began like, so I'm owning needs that God doesn't, you know, dead people have no needs. People who live in heavenly places have no needs. And in a way, what he showed me was I was living, I think this guy had been through the same story, where I'm living in this cycle of I've got a need. Oh, I believe God meets my need. I stand in faith until the need gets met. Phew, great. And then it starts again. And he was saying, why don't you give all of your needs for the rest of your life to God and just believe that you're living in the now of his supply? And this guy gave me two little words which really changed my life. Think and thank. And he, and he taught me this about faith. He said, rather than rather than you living in this like, trying to get need met, trying to get need met, trying to get healed, whatever. Every time you think of anything which contradicts God's word, thank God it's already met. And um, with some possible slippages and exceptions, since that day, I've had no needs. I haven't had one need. And here's what I mean by that. When a need comes, when the bill comes through my door, when the you know, situation arises, when I think of it, I thank God that it's already met. I don't even own the need. I own the supply. I think and thank. So every day, if I, anytime my body experiences anything, occasionally somebody will see me and oh, I'll cough and I'll go, thank you, Lord, I'm living in your health. I thought of a need. I thank God it's met. Think and thank. Yeah, I I used to pray, oh God, would you lead and guide me this day? Every time I think of the paths of my feet, the direction I'm taking, whatever. I say, Lord, I thank you that you are guiding me. I thank you. Thanksgiving keeps us in the present tense. Thanksgiving is an acknowledgement that it's done. Thanksgiving is an, an, is an acknowledgement that it's actually happening. And that's an incredibly powerful thing, if you'll grasp it. Come on, let me read you that scripture and I'll finish with this today. Philippians 4.4 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious or fretful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. What will happen? The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. So when we attach thanksgiving to our petitions, our requests the mean, the peace of God envelops us. So rather than trying to trying to get God to meet my need, Lord, I thank you, my needs are met. Thank you, you're guiding me. Rather than praying, oh God, would you come and pour your love out all over me? I say, Lord, I thank you, the love of God is being shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit, yeah? Oh God, protect my kids. That's what Job did, and look what happened. Rather, say, Lord, I thank you, your hand of protection is over my kids, you're leading and guiding them, you're making a way for them. Lord, you are working out your plans and purposes in their life in jesus name that's a powerful way to live hope that really helps guys i know it will it changed my life if you put it into action and we'll do so for you as well boom hey a few quick housekeeping things have you made it this far again uh please consider hitting the subscribe button down there i am back on twitter as well you'll find me at graham jones gjm you just go to my website ggm.org you will see a link to my twitter feed it's probably the best way of keeping in touch with me for now uh, do check out. There'll be a lot of links below, including this offer we're going to have about the 60 hours of uh, teaching from conferences as a download. So have a wonderful Turkey Day, guys. Enjoy your day and uh, bless you in Jesus' name. Bye for now.